Hey, what's up, everybody? This is George Herrera. And I'm Abigail Herrera. And I'm Dan Ackerman. <laughs> All right. You got three members of the Queen's <laughs> home team here today. Welcome back to Real Talk with QHT. And uh, today we're actually answering a question. Uh, Abby and I were shooting a video <laughs> the other day. And once we were filming the video, we realized... This is way too. There's. This is way too long of an answer. This is good for a podcast. <laughs> so, uh, the topic that we're talking about today is what do agents do for home sellers, specifically in New York City where we work and service. What do agents actually do? I'm sure a lot of homeowners wonder this. So, baby, what do you think? How would Such you answer this? Such a great topic. This? Well, first, uh, I'd like to say uh, peace to all. And cheers yes. to all. <laughs> cheers. cheers. Yeah. <laughs> happy hour. We're enjoying a happy yeah. hour drink. We're having a... During a... It's like a uh, uh, Zoom happy hour slash podcast. Yeah. You know? so, so before Abby jumps in to answer the question, you guys got to tell us what you're drinking. Oh, okay. George. So uh, even though it's in a Moscow mule cup, it's just a uh, little bit of Tito's, a little bit of ginger ale, splash of triple sec, nothing too fancy. Nice, nice. I, I don't even know what it's called. Uh, I am drinking. It is a lone lone palm. That's what it is. I, I went fancy because you know me. I gotta go fancy. So <laughs> Ben is very eloquent for those that don't know. <laughs> this is muddled cucumber. It's a little bit of gin. It's a little bit of green chartreuse. A little lime juice. A little bit of um, simple syrup and a little bit of mint. Tasty. For all you and QHT very, listeners, yeah, Dan Dan has an extensive vocabulary. You'll learn that about him. <laughs> oh, stop. All right, guys. All right, so let's get back to it. So, right. Abby, what do you think? What, so, what do agents do? If I'm a homeowner, you know, thinking of selling on my own or just wondering, what do agents do for, for sellers? Well, the, the job of a realtor is to make sure to understand what the goals and desires and needs of a homeowner is. And so that way they can understand how to guide the owner properly and what would be the best strategy um, of potentially selling their home. So in a nutshell, that's what they're supposed to do. And of course, we can talk in length further about what that looks like. Yeah. Would, you, would you fellas agree? Uh, yeah, oh, for I, sure. Wholeheartedly. wholeheartedly. Maybe, it, maybe it helps if we break it down into the segments. So in the beginning... So if a homeowner is thinking of selling and they're just in the very early stages, what is it that an agent can do for, for a homeowner that's thinking of selling, Dan? I mean, I think, um, first of all, it's really important, as Abby just mentioned, it's really, really important at that stage to understand what the homeowner's goals are, um, especially regarding timeline. Uh, timeline, I think, is a really, really important one because depending on how quickly you need to sell or a homeowner needs to sell or how much time they have to sell, that can completely alter the strategy for how you market a property and even how you price a property. That's right. Because if you need because if you need to move it quite quick, then you need to make sure that you're pricing very, very attractively so you get a lot of activity really, really fast. And if you've got more time, maybe you're you're not, you know, you're not under the gun, you don't need to sell right or right away, then you can afford to maybe push the envelope a little bit and see if you get a little bit more activity at a higher price point or what have you. But I think that that's first and foremost one of the things that that um that a good agent is really going to delve into um, is understanding 
the goals of the of the homeowner. How quickly do they do you need to sell? Why are you selling? Like, you know that that's a big one that a lot of times, you know, uh, that's true is really important to answer. Like, why are you selling? And then really digging into those motivations and and those goals so that we make sure that we're always aligned with whatever you as a homeowner, whatever your goals are. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. What, what I like do you that. add to that? Right, right, away, right, right away. <laughs> that, you, you know you're motivated when you got to sell right or right away. Yeah, right or right away. That's that's well, that's like now. That's like yesterday. You know, yes, right or right yeah. away. That's yesterday. <laughs> that's, that's very true, true and, though. And what, what would you add to that, George? I would say, I mean, <clears throat> in the beginning, a good agent. If it if you're meeting with a good agent, an agent should help you bring everything into clarity. So usually when we meet homeowners and they're thinking of selling, there's always a lot of moving parts because they're planning to sell and either move somewhere or sell and do something with those proceeds. There's always some next stage. There's always a certain family circumstance or some type of circumstance. So a good agent will take you through a whole consultation, ask all the right questions and help you come up with the best game plan okay. based on a realistic valuation, realistic timelines, things like that. So I think in the beginning, um, uh, come the full consultation, a good agent will help a homeowner devise a good game plan. And then also, uh, you know, pretty much just brainstorm on, on what the next plan will be. If the house needs to some little touch-ups, minor repairs, things like that before selling, a good agent is going to help you do all that. So you maximize your net yeah. profit, right? Yeah, and I would say yeah. to even talk a bit further about consulting with a homeowner is that many times they don't understand anything about the process. They don't understand what the timeline means. Yeah. They don't understand sometimes even their own goals, not to just mm -hmm. sell mm. the property, but where are they yeah. going? They need a third party to really listen and um, address some of the issues and concerns that they have, as well as be able to talk out their thoughts and feelings. Mm -hmm. So that way, collectively, you can come up with a good strategy yeah. that makes sense for that family or, or that individual selling. Yeah. Um, so in our experience, you know, we meet with about a hundred about a hundred homeowners a year. Yeah. And um, it's the situation is always different every time. And so um, through consult through the consultative approach, asking a lot of questions, <coughs> discovering um, discovering some stories and, and details to their goals and motivations, mm -hmm. um, you really are able to find out more that yeah. an owner just really didn't even know uh, know on the know for themselves. So yeah. Um, yeah, I think through a good consultation, you can collectively discover what makes sense and then strategize what yeah. the steps will be towards their plans. And also I would say is that many times, it, you know, actually a lot of times it's not even immediate. It's, it's, uh, it's usually quite rare when someone needs to sell right away. Um, yeah. a lot of these, a lot of these are plans are done maybe yeah. six, three months, six months, a year in to advance, years, sometimes yeah. even a few years in our experience. So um, mm -hmm. it's interesting to see what that looks like and then make a, make a plan. That makes sense. And, and usually, um, I mean, most of the homeowners, they're not in such a dire need to sell that right. they have to sell. Most homeowners we meet with, they are, if you tell them this will probably get you twenty to 25000 more in offers, they're usually willing to do some type of work and preparation Absolutely. and things like that. So, Absolutely. Yeah, so I guess the first answer is really a good consultation. Mm -hmm. That's what an agent would do for you, right? As a home yeah. seller. Now, yeah. let's say you have the consultation and the owner thinks it over. They discuss with their family. 
okay, yes, we definitely do want to move forward with the sale. And they tell the agent that. So now what's the next valuable asset that the agent brings to the homeowner? Once a seller tells you, okay, we'd like to hire you and we want to put our property on the market. What's the next thing that you guys think an agent does for a home seller? Well, Jump in on this one, Abby. Yeah. So first I'd like to say during the consultation, um, the reason why they're ready to move forward is because it makes sense for them. But one mm -hmm. very important topic I'd like to discuss, which George knows very well and Daniel, is that um, we need to understand the valuation of the property. Mm -hmm. That is huge in making a decision. A realistic it, one, right? Absolutely. Yeah. A realistic one that makes sense for their goals and their plans. Mm -hmm. And what does that mean? What does that mean? So that means basically... Does the does the net after you pay your closing costs, mm -hmm. what you're going to walk away with after you sell your home, does it make sense towards your next plans? Yeah. Right? You all agree. You both, yeah. you, you fellas yeah, agree. Yeah, no, right? I Even totally, factoring I totally agree. in uh, uh, capital gains, tax burdens, any ty other type of taxes, mm -hmm. uh, any other type of payments that need to be paid off. So, yeah, figuring out exactly what you'll have in your pocket after everything all debts are paid and everything's paid off will that be enough for the next plan right 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 and, and i think abby not not to um go too far off on this but i think going along with what you said uh it's not only is the valuation super important but how that valuation is arrived at is also super important oh because yeah. you know what i mean yeah because you know not all agents are created equal um and it's a very different thing to have somebody walk into your home and come up with a valuation off the top of their head mm -hmm. uh and somebody else come into your home and come prepared with all the data all the recent sales of things that are very very comparable to your house mm -hmm. uh and 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 uh and data about the market and what's happening so that you can really see not just a number but how that number was actually arrived at and how so that true. agent actually came up with that number and that valuation and they that they can explain the technique for how they came up came up with the valuation of your home rather than just shooting off a number at you because yeah. that that doesn't have a lot of meaning and sometimes a number like that can be really off it can be wrong and yeah. that really hurts a seller that really right. hurts a homeowner so true so so I think, Abby, definitely the valuation is super important, like you mentioned. And I think how that valuation is is come up with is really, really important. So I always encourage homeowners to ask as many questions as possible yeah, during yeah. that part of the consultation. And even like even probably eight or eight out of 10 uh, listing appointments that we go on and Dan also can probably get the same feedback is where homeowners usually are so appreciative of all the information we shared with them. And a lot of times they tell us, Nobody, none of the other agents have gone over it so in such a thorough way that the value actually makes sense. It's 100%. hard to, yeah, you won't argue I'd say, the value. I'd say three out of four of my consultations since I've been on the team have, have said exactly that. Yeah. And I think so that, I mean, we, we were very lucky because we, we've been with a great company, which is Keller Williams for over a decade now. So we had the correct training. Uh, leadership and resources to allow us to understand how to approach consultations well. So sometimes the agents don't, you know, it's maybe lack of education. Um, but we've devised a, a we've devised our consultative approach 
um, based on the amount of appointments that we've gone on and what mm-hmm. what we realize what has to make sense when doing uh, approaching these consultations with homeowners. Mm-hmm. And in the end, it comes back to seeking first to understand their situation, right? You both agree, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for so, sure. So um, going back to, you know, the net, the closing costs and net walkaway, I mean, we've even gotten appointments where if the if the walkaway amount doesn't make sense for them, we tell them to wait. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. we surprise them where they're actually walking away with a lot more than they expected. And that's mm-hmm. always yeah. amazing. Sometimes they have a number in their head, which we actually just experienced this past week. Mm-hmm. They had a number in their head. But when we provided them the uh, the narrative through the through the uh, market analysis and they understand mm-hmm. based on a comparable market analysis. Right now they can understand, OK, maybe maybe I was off and I, I thought my house was this worth yeah. this much. And you know what? I'm willing to take less because now I realize my house my house wasn't worth that much yeah. and I need to get out of here because I'm looking to buy this property yeah. in another state. Mm-hmm. So again, it comes down to understanding the data, making sure to um, uh, ha- make it uh, easy to read and understand and yeah. absorb and then and then they'll make a decision yeah. collectively with you. Okay, and so so definitely there's a lot of value already. I mean, we're like 10 minutes in and we haven't even I hit know. the market yet. <laughs> So, okay. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. I think that's a time for us to take a sip of our drink. Yes, oh. definitely. Okay, so de- a lot of value there. Cheers to all. Cheers. All right, so now. Guys, I- I'm like, I'm like, you know, look at that. I'm almost done with my drink already. Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to be drunk by the end of you'll, this you'll podcast. You'll be thirsty pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so where, where were we? So okay. now, so, all right. A homeowner, you go through the consultation, valuation, everything we just spoke about they say they they're ready to move forward now what's the value that an agent brings to a home seller or what does an agent do at that point now you're about to hit the market so walk walk the the qht listeners through that process yeah what does that look like daniel oh you're gonna ask me okay no problem (laughs) (laughs) well you know um I think the the first thing is uh, is really getting the the property prepared professionally, mm-hmm. you know, for for presentation to the public. Also, you're um, not going to just take photos with your phone and put it up. Definitely not going to take just photos with my phone. <laughs> okay. Um, you Good know, you know. I, I love seeing those uh, online you know, on the MLS, the multiple listing service, my and on favorite. Zillow and Trulia. <laughs> I always have a nice chuckle when uh, when I see those kinds of pictures up. But you know. L- The reality is this, and I learned this not that long ago. Um, Most buyers, let's say 90% of buyers today, are looking for properties online, right? They're not looking at the New York Times. They're not looking at the classified ads. They're looking online. And as you know, if you've used, you know, online portals, you're scrolling through a bunch of listings. So things are just sliding by one a second, you know, or three a second, you know, you're just scrolling quickly. So if you're not presenting your property beautifully, professionally, right up front, you're not going to get people's attention. Mm-hmm. And, totally. and it's key to get people's attention. And then once they click that ad, what do you guys think the average time spent on a listing is uh, today online? Well, if once the, you uh, click the it, average, uh, I mean, the average consumer's attention span is so short. I would say one to two seconds. It's got to be like immediate, whether it gra- it pulls do you, you or it doesn't. Do you have data on that? 1.3. <laughs> I actually do have data on that. So there's a great book called um, The Conversion Code. 
that I read last year. Um, and it says that once a consumer clicks on your listing and actually goes to the listing, mm -hmm. they spend an average of seven to eight seconds on that ad on that on that oh, listing. More than I thought. OK, yeah. more than hey, you thought. So we but have you're, some time, I mean, all right. Yeah, seven to eight seconds. Well, that's not a lot. So, like, if you're not getting people's attention in seven to eight seconds, you, pff, they're gone. You know why that makes a lot of sense, too? Because, uh, so the first picture looks good. Click. Yep. You pull up. You, you pull up the listing. Swipe, 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 swipe. Bounce. Or right. swipe, 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 swipe. Read more. So right. you might have exactly. actually four or five pictures and you capture them or you lose them. So but, imagine if your imagine if your first picture is great and then your second picture is terrible. Yeah, you might lose yeah. it there. Yeah, you might gonna so and that, and obviously that's part of preparing an job, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, give me exactly. Excuse me Go while ahead, you Abby. talk amongst each other so I can just close the door because I have my family in the background. I can oh, hear okay, the background sure. noise. <laughs> sure. So so yeah. So obviously, George, you know, preparing the property professionally super super important. You know, and that can be uh, even before the photography. There can be things there, as you know. You know, we might suggest professional staging for some people not yeah. everybody you know it's not right for everybody but sometimes professional staging is something that you might want to do you might want to you know encourage you know let's throw on a, a coat of paint here or yeah. you know if if there's carpeting what does the floor look like underneath this carpeting is it nice hardwood yeah let's pull up the carpets if the hardwood is nice you know because hardwood is really really attractive to people yeah um you know and you pull up carpets i just had this happen actually um one of our other teammates Dwayne Ejid, and myself we just took a listing from our for a house in Jamaica. It's been carpeted for decades. No one knew what was under the floors. And I asked, I said, what's underneath these uh, carpets? Is the floor in good shape? And they're like, we don't know. We pulled up a corner. The beautiful. floors were beautiful. Yeah. So I said, guys, it's going to cost you a few hundred dollars. Just rip up the carpets and leave the floors as is. Don't refinish them. And it will increase your, your sale value thousands of dollars. Yeah, because the, the easily the offers... You know, if you just put yourself in a buyer's shoes, you walk into a house, at least here in Queens or in New York City, you walk into a house fully carpeted versus a house that's hard, wood, wood, uh, wood floors exposed throughout the house. Mm -hmm. You're easily will make an offer that's five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars more. Yeah. Just and, you know, it's really important. The floors will look nice and you won't have to worry about that headache of I have to pull up the carpets and get rid of it. So absolutely. And true. I think it's really important to say that, that that increased value isn't just the cost of bringing up carpets. Mm -hmm. It's the psychological impact that it makes when you walk into a house and it has the hardwood floors and everyone goes, their eyes open up. They're like, oh, it looks so nice with the hardwood yes. floors. So, yes. it, you know, all of those little things are more than the sum of their parts. The value of a house is more than the sum of its parts. So true. When you add everything, all the little things together, it comes together to make a whole impact that means a lot more value for the homeowner if they yeah. if they do it right. So yeah, that's the first thing I would do is 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 make sure that cosmetically the house is as good as possible without spending too much money and then making sure that we present that property really really beautifully with with professional photographs, videography, uh, virtual walkthroughs now because we are taping this in the middle of the COVID-19 yep. pandemic. Mm -hmm. Uh you know, so right now virtual technology is 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 where it's at. We yeah. need to be able to show people what this property looks like and what it's like walking through the property without you actually having to go there. Yeah. So uh, why don't I play uh, devil's advocate here as far as let's say I'm an owner and you're saying that part of your value is the valuation and all that. Let's say an owner 
just thinks I can value it. No problem. I can, you know, they, they think they can take care of that. No problem. I know what it's worth. I know what the property is going to be worth. They price it. Um, now preparing it also, I can do all that. You know, I guess I'm sure for, for sale by owners typically will probably have the mindset of where I can do all that. But mm -hmm. it definitely sounds more involved. We're spending 15 minutes and we're just at the beginning still. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's more so, you know, there is a lot that an agent can do. It's the professional guidance, I guess. Mm -hmm. I right? think it's the professional guidance and experience because, you know, we do this full time for a very long time. So we're very and well. And how many times how do we do it a year, Abby? I how many times do we do this in a year? You mean client sales? Yeah. yeah sell it. We, we list about 40 to 50 properties a year. So, right. so how many times do you think the average home seller sells a home in their lifetime? One time, one, two times at most. Yeah, so that's exactly. the key. That's the key there. Even even for a home seller that even if they've bought and sold properties three or four times, the fact is that a top selling agent, a top producing agent is doing this every week. They're going through all of the experiences. So their experience is going to help you avoid issues get through things quicker, get more money, right? It's, it's the experience you pay for. It, it, mm -hmm. That is one of the it's biggest like a, things yeah. of a, a realtor is their professional experience. Yeah, that's so true. That's, Absolutely. That's very, very important. Okay. And not only that, I mean, even in talking about preparing the property for the sale, I mean, our team even conducts, we also conduct a walkthrough to understand any potential issues that could come up whether buyers are looking at a property or even during a home inspection. Mm -hmm. So we have mm -hmm. to strategize of what that would look like if any of these minor or major issues will come up from a home inspection. So that way we don't have any surprise la surprises later at a later time. Um, yep. So we have that discussion with owners as well to understand any potential issues that could arise to strategize, in other words, once again. So we, yeah, so yeah. We, we do something called a QHT walkthrough, which yeah. is a mini inspection. So that's yes. also very valuable. Right. And, uh, and you know... Can I, if I can jump in here real yeah. quick, um, this is actually something Please that I do. think a lot of home sellers overlook, home sellers that are thinking of selling on their own, especially overlook, yeah. right? Because most home sellers think of this in a very simple way. It's what's my house worth and what can I get for it? Mm -hmm. And that's about it. But what we're talking about right now is actually protecting the equity of that homeowner once it's under contract. That's correct. That's, that's correct. true. And that's, true. and that's something that I think a lot of homeowners either aren't aware of or overlook and it's not their fault. It's just not something that they necessarily are going to be thinking about, mm -hmm. you know, and this is something that our job as representatives of our, of our clients is to protect them. Yes. And I think this is something that Abigail, you bring up a really good point that bringing up, you know, going through these points, going through the pre, the pre-inspection as it were, you know, before you list the home to identify any potential problem areas, it, it's there, it's done to protect the equity of the homeowner. And that's something that a lot of homeowners selling on their own or working with a less capable agent might not even be aware of. And I think it's really important. Yes. That's agreed. hundred percent. So then number two was, uh, so our, our number one was really good consultation. Number two is preparing. A good agent will help you prepare the home, mm -hmm. the property to show well and be marketed properly, right? Mm -hmm. Understanding right. any potential issues through a walkthrough. Understanding issues, yep. Okay. So now from that point, so now you got it on the market. We're show, It's showing well. The, the pictures look beautiful. Everything's professional. Now what does an agent do for a home seller? Once it's on the well, market. Well, you know what? Wait, before we go that far, we should talk a little bit about the marketing, don't you think? 
Yeah. Sure, that's, sure. That's a, yeah, so, please, please, by all means. <laughs> <laughs> Enlighten us, Daniel. <laughs> well, well, now I got to talk. It, it, now it, I got to figure it, out what to say. <laughs> Enlighten us. Well, you know, I, I, you know, I have my own channel, my own YouTube channel, and I, I, I post videos there, and I was just recording a video about this. Oh, why don't you just um, go ahead and plug, plug your socials right yes. real quick. You can check listeners. me out uh, at uh, Daniel Ackerman NY Realtor on YouTube, right. um, and and Dackerman KW on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, and that. that's uh, Dackerman D- with a K. D- D- D-A-K-E-R-M-A-N-K-W. And that's on Instagram and Twitter. Awesome. Um, but uh, marketing, you know, a lot of I think that a lot of sellers, again, have a very simple idea sometimes of what it is that we do regarding marketing. Oh, you're going to take some pictures and you're going to put it on the MLS, the multiple listing service, and, and then you're just going to wait for the phone to ring. And wouldn't you guys agree that we do a lot more than that? Well, yeah, but I, I will play devil's advocate here and I'll say a homeowner can get their property on the MLS uh, easily so they can sure. there are flat fee companies they can hire a flat fee company and they sure. can get the exposure to the mls so right. that was a bigger value in the past that an agent brought but now i don't think that's so much of the value some of it it is if you're multiple if you have memberships in multiple mls's but if it's just one mls they can sign up with a flat fee company and they'll get exposure to those so what else? Tell me more. Well, I'm playing devil's I'm glad, advocate here. I'm glad you. I'm glad you asked. Because <laughs> I know with our team, so, at least we're members of uh, Rebney and, and Brooklyn you. MLS. You know, so but exactly. So first of all, yes, you're right. There are companies out there that will do the flat fee MLS access thing, which not necessarily all homeowners are are even aware of. Number one. Um, so, so, but, but let's say that, that, that a homeowner could get their home up on the MLS, but then there's, uh, you know, there, do we know if that's going to syndicate out to all of the other portals? Uh, most likely, yes. It's going to syndicate out to Zillow, it's going to syndicate out to Trulia, to realtor.com and probably a few dozen other websites. That's something that if you're selling on your own, that's not going to happen. If you're, if you're doing that with a flat fee listing service, you'll get that. Mm -hmm. But then there's the issue of following up with all of that stuff. And in addition to the mar- to that marketing, there is, um, you know, there might be mail outs to the, the local neighborhood. Uh, there might be just listed postcards. There's our own database, right? Because when, when we list a property, what do we do? We send out email blasts to all of our database, which I think is now what? 5,000, 10,000 people, we're, something like that? Like 8,000, yeah. 8,000. So right in between. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, and that's, that's powerful because those are people that we have previous relationships with. Right. So we can, we can get some traction there on the market. And of course the entire brokerage community working, we're working with the entire brokerage community. And it's very important to state this, that one of the keys to marketing the property is making sure that your agent is cooperating with the wider brokerage community Mm -hmm. because how many brokers are in just our Long Island Board of Realtors? I think it's something like 20,000 or 15,000. So if we're not cooperating with those people, that's 15,000 or 20,000 agents that aren't bringing their buyers to us. Right. Right? But we do cooperate with those people. So obviously we're going to get all of that traction. And in addition, you, you know, if you're if you're dealing with a team like ourselves, who are part of Rebney, which is the real estate board of New York, mm-hmm. um, HGAR, which is Hudson Gateway Area Realtors uh, Association of Realtors, sorry, and and also the Brooklyn MLS. Now we're covering all five boroughs of New York plus 
being part of Keller Williams. We're covering the entire country and internationally, and we're cooperating with any broker that will bring us a buyer. So and that's that? a big part. Of, Sorry, please. That's a big part of marketing. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. That was good. You just picked up right, you picked right back up. So in, a, in essence, what does that mean? That means that we are basically cooperating with the entire world. I, I think it's, yeah, it's, uh, so what does an agent do for a home seller? Yes, we will get all that syndication and all of that exposure, which a, a homeowner can do. Let's be honest. They can get it on Zillow and Trulia. I think where we can get more exposure is to the agent community, yes. especially if you're cooperating with agents and a good agent does co-broke, then that's huge because how many of our listings sell to another other agent? Agents. Yeah. I mean, majority of our properties sell to other realtors mm -hmm. and we've had so much exposure, so much competition for our clients' properties. And we, we ourselves as agents see the value. I mean, even one day when we decide to sell our, our home, I'm going to list it with another realtor because I know the value that that brings. Yeah. So mm. in the end, I want to make sure that I get the most money for the investment that I've put my hard uh my blood sweat and tears into yes. and get the best price for my house and i will list with another realtor yeah. to make sure we get that and i always very, that's one very of the well most, said one of the most weird things i see is when a for sale by owner is an agent and like <laughs> you would think you would understand of all people how important exposure to agents is and you know on top of that i mean once once you go live on the market i mean we hear it all the time you get inundated with phone calls from people that either want to uh, uh, show their buyer a property or buyer wants to see the property or you get offers in now you have to deal with negotiations. Again, we do this full time. Mm -hmm. Other people I'm have so glad you jobs. said that. So yeah. we do this all the time. And it's important that you have not only that representation that and, and really third party that's going to handle all this call intake, mm -hmm. but also also negotiation intake. Everything that relates to marketing the property well mm -hmm. and really being able to to help navigate the client through all of this, but also take on all the brunt work yeah. of uh, what it looks like to sell a property. It's not easy. So, so, for sure. I'm so glad you said that. But I guess because, so, so number three, I guess, would be exposure and cooperation. Yeah. Sounds like. Right? Yeah. Exposure, cooperation and legwork. And yeah. the proactive marketing, yeah. which is yeah. not just letting it syndicate and that's it. We're actually reaching out to our database, calling people, right. emailing people. How so, many how many owners that, that, that are selling on their own are going to, let's say they have a very successful open house. A successful open house for me would be, let's say, 40 people in a weekend. Easily. I'd say that's a successful open house. Mm -hmm. yes. If you're not getting it, and this is important to, to, to mention to people, if you're not getting at least a couple of dozen inquiries in the first couple of weeks, there's something wrong there. There's an issue there that you need to look at. Sure. Um, so a successful open house for me, 30, 40, maybe even 50 people in the first weekend. How many homeowners that are selling on their own are going to have the time to call every one of those people back? Right. Especially if you have a job. Especially if you have a job. Exactly. I mean, if and you have a job and you have a family, like you, you got to spend time on those things. You're not going to spend all day long calling 50 people back. No. And you don't, we don't just call people back once. We call them back once. We email them. We call them again. We yes. follow up repeatedly. Mm -hmm. Right. And There's that's, and that's the key. Yeah. And that's the key to selling is, is, yeah. is being able to follow up with people and do it consistently, do it rapidly, do it consistently and do it repeatedly. That's true. I mean, professionals exist for a reason. Yeah. Right. 
I, I find that it's much easier when you can hire a professional to do the work for you. So that way you can use your time um, more valuably that make, you know, whatever yeah. is going on in your life, whether taking care of your children, whether working a full time job already, mm -hmm. whether having your uh, activity of going to uh, play golf or do things that make your life a little bit more balanced rather than taking on another full time job of selling your home. Exactly. Yeah. I, because if you, I always like yeah. I, I always like the car mechanic example, like you can work on your own car. I mean, everybody can do that. You can get the manual and you can get the tools. Yeah. Yeah. You can get the you can put the car up on jacks and you can work on your own car. Yeah. But do you really want to like yeah. no. you find a good mechanic, you know, someone that, that you trust that does good work and you pay them the money that they deserve to to do the good work on your car and free yourself up to do other things. Definitely. Definitely. All right. So now. so so now what? So now we where uh, so now your agent is full exposure cooperation doing the legwork proactive marketing now what does an agent do negotiate on your behalf so once offers start coming in and i should ask Boom. you this george because you are a professional negotiator you are extremely well versed in how to negotiate and represent your client's behalf but not only that making sure to understand the dynamic of each offer to make it mm -hmm. a win-win agreement. You're protecting our client's interests at the same time, mm -hmm. um, finding a balance with these with these agents, with their offers or buyers with their offers yeah. to uh, figure out what is the best strategy in moving forward with the best offer. What does that look like to you? I mean, I think negotiation, negotiating definitely is a high unique value proposition that a good agent will offer to a home seller. And negotiation to me all comes down to leverage who has the leverage right because if you don't have the leverage you have to be a little more open-minded you have to be a little more flexible but if you have the leverage then you can call the shots you can make the terms you can make people go more towards your way and that depends on a few things it depends on the market dynamics how is the market at that time is it favoring buyers is it favoring sellers how did you price it? So if you overpriced it, you don't have leverage. That one offer you got might be the only one you get, mm -hmm. right? And but how it, can you haggle when you only have one offer? Yeah, exactly. Versus if you priced it right and you have multiple offers, guess what? You have leverage in negotiating. But a good agent, I think what they do for a home seller is they should act as an extension of that seller. Mm -hmm. And I can't say that all agents do this, but a good agent will. And I know whenever I'm negotiating for a seller, I, I feel like I'm the seller and I'm fighting for the best price. I'm justifying why I think our price or our counter, our, our counter offer our terms. and our terms, whatever I'm asking for, I'm on my seller's team and I'm fighting for it as if it were my house and your agent should do that. You know, maybe maybe other agents might just be trying to get the deal moving and get something in contract, but a good agent will act as an extension and fight on your behalf. Mm -hmm. that makes what do sense. you guys think? I think, do that's, you agree? I think that's really well said, you know, and something that it's, it's um, yeah, it's really important. Like and for I, me, you know, you know, I, I learn from you every day on this. I learn from you every day on this, on how to like represent, you know, the seller and really fight for that seller like like it's yourself, like it's your own house that you're selling. And it's like you have to to be a good negotiator too. You know, what do they say? In negotiations, the best negotiators are willing to walk away. You have to be willing to walk away. And now that is, I will find myself many times, you know, depending on 
the the market conditions. But if I don't feel like it's a good deal, I have no problem telling my seller, I think we should wait. We can walk away from this one. Mm -hmm. I don't think we need to come down right now. So I'm okay. I'm not waiting. I'm not hungry for the deal. I'm not trying to get this deal right now just so I can get a commission. That's not how I operate when I negotiate, you know? I'm glad you I'm glad you said that. Which agents or what kind of agents do do that? I think it's it's worth mentioning. It depends. I think it's uh I think it all depends because there's there's agents that are good negotiators and there's agents that won't be as good. You know, it all depends. Yeah. Every like you said earlier, all agents aren't created equal. Um, but for myself, I know when I negotiate, I'm always willing to walk away if it doesn't make sense for our client or if it doesn't reach their goals. I have no problem. And I've never tried to push one of our seller clients. You should take this deal. You should take. I've never done anything like that because I'm always we're on the same team. But no I think that what. makes sense for our team members because we've all been in the business for quite some time now, mm -hmm. and we un we are very well versed in understanding the market dynamics. So um, collectively, we represent our clients well. Mm -hmm. But it's it's really just the understanding of um, it's because of experience we're able to do this, right? Yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of really wonderful agents that are out there, and there's a lot of agents that are not well well versed in understanding the market yeah. dynamics or understanding how to negotiate properly. Mm -hmm. So um, I've seen you time and time again how you how you do negotiate. Uh, on behalf of your clients as well as our team members on the Queens Home mm -hmm, team. Mm -hmm. And um, everyone always, I mean, our team has always had our clients' best interests at heart, which is, is really by by law, you're supposed to do this, of course. Yeah, absolutely. But it's, it's really the experience. Mm -hmm. um, you do need experienced agents to understand how to negotiate well and understand the pros and cons of each deal and terms. And also in speaking to the buyer's realtors that are presenting offers, even sometimes we're educating them or really just having a discussion mm -hmm. with them on how, how it makes sense on behalf of both parties to make it a win-win, right? Because, mm -hmm. um, you know, there, I've also seen hard negotiators where they're not even willing to waiver um, because all they see is the direction of an owner. But at the same time, you do have to have a good conversation with a buyer's realtor to understand their position uh, and, and figuring out a strategy that makes sense um, for both parties at times, right? Um, and that's yeah. when, you're, when you have a broker's agent or a seller's agent, which essentially, you know, you are representing a seller. But at the same time, we've, we've, mm -hmm. we've had many conversations with buyer's agents representing the buyer and um, discussing negotiations to help both the seller and buyer client move forward in accomplishing their goals. So um, I think that's also very important to mention um, to the world. Uh, do you have anything to and add to that? That's part of cooperating, right? Yeah. Finding a win-win. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I just wanted to piggyback on two points there. Number one, terms. Um, I think terms is something that, uh, that often um, doesn't get looked at enough. Uh, you know, you're going to make so much progress on price, right? If there's, if there's a difference in price, you're going to make so much progress there. Once you get to the limit of what you can make progress on in price then the deal can sometimes hinge on terms mm -hmm. and what people, what, what homeowners get from a really experienced agent 
from a good agent is somebody who understands all the different possibilities that can exist in terms and how to massage the terms to actually make a deal happen that is agreeable to both the seller and the buyer. Something that is a win-win for both, Mm -hmm. for both, for both parties. Uh, And that's invaluable. And, and I think the more experienced an agent you have, you know, I think on our team, we have a collective uh, almost what 40 or 50 years of experience collectively on our team. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you're talking about that much experience, experience, you have, you have, um, a a team of people that can really figure out how they can massage the terms to make a deal happen. So that's the first thing was terms. And, um, and I forgot what the second thing was. Oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll pick up on the, on the terms you, part, at least. I don't know. Do you, that, did you already refill without that a mojito? Seeing? He drank that mojito <laughs> too fast. It's, it's gone, guys. Yeah. It's gone. It's empty. <laughs> but you're so right. So, like, let's say with terms. This is something no matter what, if you're an owner and you're selling either with a flat fee company or on your own, it's just without the experience, you won't have a knowledge of all those different terms. So this could be where, you know, we're haggling and we're almost close to a deal. And I tell a buyer's agent, look, we're willing to accept the offer if your buyer pays our New York City transfer taxes or if they pay our New York State transfer taxes or if they uh, clean the property out. We don't we won't leave it empty. You guys do the clean out. Or it can be um, uh, with no appraisal contingency. Yeah. If there's it can even be concern. closing date. It can be you know, the closing, closing date, date where you, you, you know, because you can save on taxes on closing date uh, or you can save on utilities based on closing date. So, yes. I mean, there's so many different things that 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 can be massaged in a deal, you know, and, and in other states, there's even more. But I mean, in New York, we still have things that we can massage regarding uh, regarding the, the terms to really get the deal the deal done. Um, And I think the other thing that I was talking about uh, regarding negotiating was one of the things that allows a a, a good team or a good agent to be that sort of right-hand person to their seller, like you were talking about, George, Mm -hmm. somebody who really advocates for their seller, is if they've done the right homework in the first part when we were talking about the valuation of the property. That's right. If you've done your work there correctly, then you don't have to convince your seller to come down $50,000 on price because you overpriced the property drastically That's or true. you know or do things that the seller doesn't want to do because you made the mistake of not doing your homework in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you work with a really experienced agent, a good agent who's done their homework and who prepares you properly for the market, then you have somebody who can stand side by side with you and really fight for you because they've gotten all the hard work out of the way at up front. And right. have a pleasant experience while all this is going on because even absolutely even what i've seen and and the purpose of in the beginning of just doing uh, offering a a great consultation understanding the client's needs it allows for a client to have more peace of mind and moving forward throughout the entire time in selling their property Mm -hmm. because selling a property is it's no easy feat and it's uh it takes time there's a lot of energy that's expensed um, there, there's a lot of preparation. There's a lot of things that you have to do when you move. Um, and so it's already a stressful process as it is. So a job of a, as an agent is to make things as smooth and easy as possible. That's true. As well, offer resources, trusted and valuable and professional resources. We'll mm-hmm. talk about that a little bit later because I know we're going in order. Yeah. But also be able to provide uh, resources that are uh, extremely valuable mm-hmm. um, throughout the entire process as well. So we'll talk about that. Yeah. Okay, so we're already up to negotiating where, okay, a good agent will negotiate on your behalf, get you the best price and terms possible, move you into the next phase, Mm -hmm. which is going into contract. So now attorneys get involved. 
what does an agent do for a home seller mm -hmm. at that point after accepted offer? What does an agent do for a home seller? Well, go Abby. I, I would go. say that I mean uh, the job of an agent is to make sure it's, is to stay on top of what's going on, uh, because there's so many parties that are involved here in New York State when dealing with real estate transactions. You have the buyer's lawyer, the client, the seller's lawyer. You have mm -hmm. the um, buyer, their agent, mm -hmm. perhaps their loan officer if they allow you to communicate with their loan officer to to get things moving forward already. Um, so there's a lot of parties that you need to make sure that you're still communicating with to help the deal continue to move forward. So and, and um, even and even before that, because once you're in contract, you're dealing with all those parties. Even before that. From accepted offer to contract, right? Oh, you have the home inspection. And no, no, this is after inspection even, okay, right? Yes. So once before attorneys get involved, a good agent will recommend good real estate oh, attorneys. Which I came, which I Also, spoke right? Yes. A good agent will have good real estate attorneys that you can trust, that will do a good job, that will move the transaction forward. Um, so recommend good attorneys. A good agent will be able to push that deal from accepted offer to contract as soon as possible because deal a lot of deals die, right? Yes. From between accepted offer and contract, then you just dealt with this, right? Then you just time so time kills deals. Time, time yeah. kills deals. A good agent or a homeowner on their own, you know, you can lose deals. So in TKD. that time. TKD. Yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so an agent will do that, right? And then once you're yes. fully into contract is like what you're talking about, right? Yes. Now it's all about pushing Yeah. to closing. Right. So you really, once again, you just really need an agent to help navigate through the entire process because we've been through this hundreds of times, mm -hmm. over hundreds of times. <clears throat> Meanwhile, an owner has dealt with this just one time and it becomes extremely mm -hmm. stressful. Yeah. I'd rather mm -hmm. pay, like you said before, Daniel, I'd rather pay someone to fix my car. I'd rather pay a professional to paint. I mean, just, just a, a, an example of this, right? When we bought our first home, you know, I, you know, you think that you can paint everything on your own, which you could, but we hired a professional because we are, we work full time in real estate, right? We also have a life outside of work, so we like to hang out, um, and so and hang out with family and friends. Mm -hmm. But we hired like a to make cocktails team. on on <laughs> weeknights. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> we hired a professional team to help us with our home, and this is someone mm -hmm. that we've we've. That's another story anyway, but uh, this is someone we knew already. So we had them come into our home, consult with us on the things that we wanted to do. And let me tell you, I never had um, uh, much more appreciation of what a, a painter by trade does because what they do in skimming, skim coating the walls, prepping the prepping the, the walls for paint, mm -hmm. picking the paint colors, doing all these things. It's time. It's time. It's just so much time that's involved. And I'm sorry, I'd rather hire someone to do that because... My time is more valuable in representing clients and what we need to do to help them sell their property versus mm -hmm. me spending Absolutely. time my property. Yeah. Right? So speaking of so time, how example. are we doing on time? Oh. Uh we're yeah, it's I mean it's a podcast, right? So <laughs> and I think we're unlimited. <laughs> we're good. So. Wait, we're let, good, right? Okay. So but but let's uh all right. So going back to what the agent does, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. So if the agent is okay now we're in contract we're pushing it to close but what are what is what are some examples for, for someone who doesn't know what is an agent doing in that 60 to 90 days from contract to closing because well, i'm sure there's thing, people homeowners who think at that point it's just the attorneys 
that are taking over. Right. So what well, is and an a lot of homeowners won't even know that. I mean, I've spoken to so many homeowners that don't even realize that New York is a is a is an attorney state where. Oh, yeah. You know, the contracts have to be done by attorneys and everything from contract to close is basically handled by the attorneys. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that your real estate agent is com- is out of the picture mm-hmm. or that they're not. They're just sitting at home, you know, and just waiting for everything to, uh, to 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 happen. Yeah. Right. If you're a good, responsible real estate agent, first of all, you're calling the attorneys and making sure that everything is tracking, mm-hmm. you know. Has title, has title, has the title report been ordered, you know, Mm -hmm. making sure that that gets done as soon as possible so that, you know, if if we're talking about, you know, a condo or a single family home co-ops, it wouldn't be the, wouldn't be the same. Um, and we can talk about how an agent helps you, you know, depending on different property types too. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, just touching base with all the parties, making sure that everything is tracking on time, according to schedule, you know, the agent needs to be familiar with the terms in the contract. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, make sure that they are they know the contract and see what the parties agreed to. Mm-hmm. You don't want an agent making a phone call and all of a sudden saying something that, you know, clearly is it's either not in the contract or the opposite is in the contract. Yeah. Right. That's so true. somebody, you know, so being familiar with the contract and making sure that all the parties and everything is tracking inevitably towards the close. Yeah. And if any small fires come up, making sure that you're able to put those out. Yeah. So let's so let's just do some examples. That way we can cover some of them. So appraisal right after contract. One of the first things is the appraisal. So what is an agent doing, baby? Well, they they have to make sure that they are making arrangements to um, to arrange for the appraisal Mm -hmm. for a survey. Um, If there is uh, if there is a a pest inspection that's needed, such as a termite inspection, Mm -hmm. that's also required to make arrangements for that. Um, and for the appraisal, I mean, an agent, if they're your seller's agent, part of their job, a good agent will be bringing comps to the appraisal. They will be giving comps to the appraiser because they want the house to appraise. Yeah, if I it doesn't agree. appraise, you'll have issues. So an agent will do everything in their power to make sure that your property appraises. Right. right? And I've seen many times where appraisers... Uh, they do ask a lot of questions to the realtors. Mm-hmm. What happened? Let's say it's a multiple multiple offer situation or above contract came above ask the list price. They mm-hmm. want to know what happened. Were there multiple? They want to know exactly what happened so that way they can help to evaluate why it's at a higher price point. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that they don't know about the property that they should know to help provide a, a better valuation through their eyes? Mm-hmm. Um, so they do have. They should be present. Um, and providing more data. Yeah, even giving some insight to the appraiser on some of the comps. Mm-hmm. Because when I've gone, sometimes I've told the appraisers, look, I know you're going to find this comp in your, when you pull the comps, that was an off-market sale, was sold to an investor that didn't even hit the market. Or this one, we actually saw this one. It needed a complete gut job. It had no pictures. It was a, it was in completely original condition. So again, the knowledge of the market that we have can give the appraiser some insight because at the end of the day, you just want it to appraise. And sometimes right? these appraisers are coming from different boroughs and yeah. they don't even know our market. That's right. And you so, say south of Queens Boulevard is a different neighborhood. They sell for higher here versus north of Queens Boulevard. Yes. Different things like that, right? And once again, this comes down to 
protecting the equity of the homeowner. Hundred yes. um, percent. Yes. Another another thing, uh, you know, another example of something that is very important that a homeowner might not be aware of is part of the sale process. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, is a homeowner going to know that if they're selling on their own that they should meet the appraiser and be ready with comps, uh, yeah. comparable sales, and, well, and argue know. those comparable yeah. sales or, or discuss those comparable sales with the appraiser? I doubt yeah, that many. Right. You know, I doubt that many for sale by owner sellers are aware of that. Um, and, and, and homeowners in general. So this is something that, you know, a a good agent, as you mentioned, George will make sure that he's there for the appraisal to really stand up for the owner's price and protect that, protect that equity. Yep. Yep. Sure. So let's do, let's have about another example. Um, you have, you're selling a property. Um, they do the title report, open permit comes up. Mm -hmm. What does an agent Uh do? For a seller, <laughs> open <laughs> permit or or an open violation, which an open violation, Uh-oh. a good agent would know about it already. But mm-hmm. let's say open HPD violation, open DOB violation, um, or an open permit mm-hmm. on a job now, that was net. What, would, what's an agent w- doing? Wouldn't most agents be aware of that beforehand? A good agent, except for the uh, open permits. The open permits, yeah, you don't know no. until they come up. Right. For some reason, we can't access that. Yeah. I wish we could, but for that yeah. one, we can't access it. And when it comes up, what what does an agent do for a, for a seller? So, by the way, for the for the world, um, open permits sometimes are not they they won't show um, in DOB. Mm-hmm. And so, when a Department lawyer, of Buildings, for yeah, those of you Department who don't buildings, know, yep. And um, when they do get pulled up, they're pulled up from a lawyer that's doing a pre-title search, or even when a title search, or is the pulled, actual title, the actual yeah. title search. So. Um, sometimes those items don't come up until then. So mm-hmm. just give an example of an open permit is let's say that an owner filed to get work done in their basement to get a, a, a bathroom legalized. The work was completed. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually, they they hired a contractor. The contractor did the work. They pulled out permits. The job was complete. This was done five years ago. Yeah. Now it comes time to sell and they, lo and behold, the permits were never closed out. Yep. Hence, open permit mm-hmm. so what does that look like then so it's important that the realtor speak with the lawyer of um of communicating and finding their original contractor that did the work to help the <coughs> owner in closing out the permits that's just if one it, example if it's even possible yeah, yeah it's if it's even example. possible but most of the time what ends up happening is we the agents have to get our expediter in touch with our client and let's get this thing closed out as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. So usually it requires your agent because usually if the homeowner, when they're selling their property and, and if any issues come up, the homeowner, if they need a resource, a, a home professional. So if they need a plumber, yes. an inspector, they need a pest control person, they need an expediter, if they need a handyman to take care of some FHA repairs, if they need any type of recommendation or a home professional, they don't ask their attorney. They ask the agent. Who do they ask? They always yes. ask the agent. And if your agent is a good agent, they have a book of people. So for us, over the years, anything, any issue we run into, we already have people yes. that are good and quick because you want your deal to keep moving forward, right? So absolutely, I think that's that's part of that contract to close process aside from pushing is that as issues come up, your agent is jumping in with their vendors and their home professionals and they're getting things resolved quickly. Yeah, that's a And the whole idea of doing that is making it so that you as a homeowner 
don't have to worry about stuff. That's yeah. really, it's all about service, right? It's like yeah. you go to a really nice restaurant and things just kind of magically happen. The food magically appears. Yes. Everything is seamless. You never have to think about it. You never have to ask for anything. Things just get done, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm I'm a veteran of the restaurant world, so, uh, <laughs> but, you know, and that's the kind of experience that you want as a homeowner too. You want your home sale to be seamless. You want it to be painless, as painless as possible, because moving is always stressful. But yep. but the, 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 the goal of, that we have is to make sure that we anticipate all of those things so that you don't have to think about it right? Yeah. or you have to think about it as little as possible. Yes. Yes. That's true. So, I mean, we've, we really said I mean, a lot already a, we so We covered far. a lot there, right? So, I mean, we're already at 50 minutes in. Yeah. So let's wrap let's this wrap up, it up in terms of what, what does an agent do for a homeowner when selling a property? I mean, covering, if I'm taking everything we've been talking about here and just summing it up, it sounds like, knowledge, expertise, and the guidance. It sounds like you're paying for that experience. And you know, service. what does an agent do for you? Yeah, it's the service. It's giving you that peace of mind. It's getting top dollar. It's the guidance throughout the whole process, dealing with issues, the professionalism, right? And letting you do whatever it is that you do instead of running into all those bumps in the road and having to go jump through all those hurdles, you have a professional, it's having the professional handle everything for you, right? Yeah. 100%. Well, well what would you say, Dan? What the sum it up in a nutshell, you know, what, how would I sum it up? It up? Was that it? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, I'd say, you know, I'd say expert advice, um, experience, professional marketing, expert negotiating, Mm. and service yeah that's true i mean that's it you yeah, get I mean, it I, yeah. I would also just say you know having an advocate to represent you with a happy face yes absolutely <laughs> that's, good. that's like a story absolutely. i heard once uh of a plumber where um i heard a story or something it's this, like this story doesn't feature any raisins by any chance does it raisins? why would it have raisins <laughs> <laughs> you've been drinking too many mojitos Plumbers crack, you know, raisins. You throw oh, raisins no. in the plumbers. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, get that oh, picture out of my oh, head. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, Lordy. Go, yeah. go back to your story, No, Jordan. this was more. <laughs> Thank goodness I didn't ask you to tell any jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, this is a story of like where uh, someone calls a plumber over to their house because they have an issue, let's say, with their boiler. And the boiler... Uh, the guy comes in, the plumber comes in, he twists one little uh, nut or does a little something quick, five minutes. And then he, he leaves, how much do I owe you? $180, let's say. And then the homeowner obviously is like, well, how could that be $180? You just did, it was just five <laughs> minutes. You just took five minutes to do that. Well, it wasn't what I, I did. That's not what you pay for. You paid for my knowledge of knowing what was wrong and fixing it. Yes. So it's 100%. not it's not the labor you're paying for. It's the knowledge that you're paying for. Yeah. Knowing what's wrong and knowing how to take care of it. So I think for an agent, 
it's similar to that. And it's labor too, because let's be, let's face it, you know. Oh no, yeah. yeah, I mean, mean, we're not, it's not a five-minute job. My last listing, the listing that I'm trying to get under contract right now, I had three days in a row where I got 50 phone calls a day on that listing. Yeah. I wanted to throw my phone at the wall and I'm a professional (laughs) agent, you know what I mean? So like if you're a homeowner and you're trying to return 50 phone calls a day plus emails and texts, like, I'm sorry, that's labor right there. So you're you're paying for both. You're paying for both. Yeah, That's I mean, true. and uh, to also just add to that, I mean, with our team, with the Queen's Home team, we have a listing and transaction manager. We yeah. have uh, seven members on the team. So mm-hmm. there's enough uh, manpower to make sure that we have support, even on our end. Yeah. Um, so, yes, that's why we drink. Because yeah. we work so much. <laughs> on our downtime. Not, not when we're on the This clock. is Cheers. why we drink, guys. <laughs> Cheers. So I do, I, I mean, I do hope that if there's a homeowner or someone thinking of selling that at least whoever's listening gets a good idea of what agents do for sellers. And I would right? say, I mean, we, we, of course we would love for you to choose us, but in the end, maybe we're not the right team for you. Yeah. So just, you know, if you have any questions, just reach out to us anytime and give us an opportunity to at least consult, consult with you yes. or consult you, consult, consult you, with both. You. consult yes. with you, both. consult you. So that way you ha- you can have some professional experience and That's knowledge um, to be able to just make a make a good decision. I mean, I had a I had a conversation with an owner this morning, mm-hmm. and uh, she was actually a referral uh, from a realtor in Florida, and she's looking to sell her property here in Florida. And throughout COVID, in Glendale. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My apologies. In Glendale. Mm-hmm. And through all this that's happening with COVID, I mean, I'm explaining to her all the pros and cons because I, I am concerned for her. Yep. She has COPD, mm-hmm. and I, I want to make sure that she and her family are very protected throughout this entire uh, time. Yep. So in a nutshell, after one week has passed, it turns out that her daughter is going to try to buy the property. And I thought that was wonderful if it can be passed down to a family member then that's great. But if it, and I, you know, we, we, I gave her some tips and ideas of what she could do. And in the end, if it doesn't work out, we will still be here to offer some guidance and counsel. Yep. So, um, you know, it's never just, we're never tied to the outcome. We're here just to provide good information and advice that makes sense for each homeowner. Yes. Right. So, uh, just I think we've provided a lot of good advice and information today. What do you yeah. think? That's good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I hope so. We're all, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> we aren't biased either. <laughs> <laughs> so what do, All right, do? Awesome. what do we need to do if they need to find us? So George? look, if you if you do have any questions, if you want to reach out to us, it's very easy to remember. Queenshometeam.com slash help. Help. Right. And if you want to reach help. our boy. I need somebody. Help. <laughs> oh, oh, take it away, Dan. <laughs> and if you want to reach Dan, uh, Dan, what's your your direct contact if someone wants to reach out to you? Sure, my uh, my phone and and uh, text. You can phone and text me at six four six eight four four five seven seven zero. Pretty right. easy to remember. Right. Um, and my email is d as in Daniel a k e r m a n at kw.com that's my radio voice great that's a great radio voice (laughs) all right guys so thanks for tuning in today real talk with qht qht we'll be back thanks for having me with you guys i really appreciate it of course dan thanks for coming today absolutely absolutely and we'll be back next week with another topic 
and more good times. Oh, and I would say also awesome. if you have any if you have any questions and you want us to talk about a topic or we would lo- even love to get your feedback on what you think oh, about yeah. these, these podcasts. I mean, in the end we're doing this for you. Submit right? submit a topic to info at queenshometeam.com. Press the like <laughs> button. Or if you're watching on YouTube, put it in the comments below. Uh, <laughs> yes. oh, okay, so it's not the like button. That's Facebook, right? It has a like that's, button. That's too. Facebook. Oh, yeah. okay. Just, there is a like button for, for YouTube. So if you're seeing this on YouTube, give it a thumbs up, share it with people that you know, and make sure to subscribe so you get notifications of all our new videos. Yeah. And if you have comments or questions, put them in the comments below. Oh, there you go. Very hey, very <laughs> like nice. a true YouTuber. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right, right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Take care. Peace. All right. Thanks, guys. Oh, I got to do this.